to his anointing tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say, I receive the grace of kings. Hallelujah. Can I preach a word? That's right. If you, can't, if you come for King's Conference and you are not expecting a word, I don't know what you came for. Amen. That's right. But tonight, I want you to be sensitive. And as, as I preach the word, I'm going to release impartations on your life. And I believe your life will never be the same. Hallelujah. Now follow me. In Acts chapter number 1, <clears throat> this is not where I'm preaching from. I'm building my point. The Bible said that Jesus Christ, after he had resurrected from the dead, he spent around 40 days on earth. And it is, it is crucial to know that during those 40 days, that is, that is the prologue of Acts. If your Bible is not a good Bible, maybe you won't have that. But you realize that it, when uh, uh, Luke uh, was starting uh, Acts, uh, he said he, he, he introduced something. Okay, that is the introduction. Acts 1 1. I think the, the, the last part of Acts, there is something interesting. Let, 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 let's read so that some people won't think that this preacher is just saying what he wants. It's telling. Today is King's Conference. So if you come with the anointing of a slave, you are in trouble. Okay, hallelujah. Okay, Acts, the chapter number one. And the verse number one. Okay. So let's, in case, before I get there, Sterling, what is happening? Please fix yourself. Oh. <laughs> okay. Now, the former treaties have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began to do, both. Jesus began both to do and teach. Calm down. Until the day in which he was taken up. After that, he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. Quickly. Are you sure you, you, have, you have the... You have the... Okay, so this Bible, I think you stole it. So, so let's look at it. The prologue. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. That's right. Okay, so let's 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 continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. Okay, let's go. Now, to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40 days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Now, so if you understand a little English, we know that when Jesus rose from the dead, he spent 40 days on earth, according to what Luke is telling us to Theophilus. And then during these 40 days, it is interesting to know that he spent it teaching about the kingdom. Now, follow me. If you are a father and you have the last opportunity to speak to your children before you die, or before you go to a place nobody can ever come there. I am sure that the kind of things you are going to say to their children are the things that are most important to you. Are we together? Oh, come on, are we together? So that on your deathbed, when somebody is dying on their deathbed, if there is a secret, if there is an inheritance, if there is something that is most important to that person during his lifetime, he couldn't divulge. Those are the things he's going to talk about. Is it not true? Now, after Jesus had died and resurrected, he had just 40 days to spend with man. And during these 40 days, he didn't talk about demons. He didn't talk about giving. He spoke about a certain topic called the kingdom of God. Now, so we understand that on the heart of God, the issue of the kingdom is, is not something any other issue can be compared with. Now, are we together? Oh, come on. Are we together? Please, I hope you are not sleeping. Jesus showed that it is the most important thing on the heart of the father. That is why he chose it. You know, because he wants them to remember. He, he didn't want them to forget. The things that had happened earlier before his death, his death was gone. But after he was resurrected, he spent his last days on earth teaching on, his, on the kingdom. He shows the level of importance we need to place on this mystery we call kingdom. I have some men of God. They only teach about the kingdom. Are we together? Shout, I hear you. Oh, I didn't hear you. I said, Shout, I hear you. In the kingdom of men, please follow me. It is comprised of a king 
and his subject. Please, this is King's Conference. I'll do some small teaching before we hit the groove. Hallelujah. That's right. In the kingdom of men, it is comprised with a king and what? His subject. So one is like this and the others are there to serve the one that is greater. Anything, anytime you hear sub, it means something that is below. Is it not true? Submerge, submit. You know, anything sub. So king and subject. Now, but interestingly, in the kingdom of God, it seems that it is different. It is comprised of one king and his sons. So it is not a king and his subjects, but a king and his sons. So that if you look at it carefully, in this kingdom, nobody is there to serve anybody. If I have, I am a king, and all my sons are potential kings, what happens is that I don't have anybody to be. Now, are we together? If I'm a king and I have subjects, the subjects are there to save me. But if I'm a king and everybody in my kingdom is also a king, then what happens is that there is nobody called a subject in that kingdom. Now, are we together? Now, this is the reason why Jesus is called king of kings. In his kingdom, he is the king. But everybody in that kingdom is also a king. So he becomes a king of kings. Are we together? Shout, I hear you. Now, so in this kingdom, please follow me. I want everybody to give me his attention. And yes, sir, by the time I land to my landing spot, you'll be missing. I don't want you to miss tonight. <laughs> Are we together? Shout, I hear you. Now, in this kingdom, no man is mandated to rule over another man. Anybody that tells you that kingship is about a man ruling another man, he doesn't understand. The human spirit wasn't created to be dominated. If I begin to rule over somebody over time, the person will rebel. Are we together? So in Genesis 1.26, when God created Adam, he said that I have made you in my own image and in my own likeness. I want you to have dominion, number one, over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle in the field, and every creeping thing upon the land. So the things man is supposed to have dominion over, are not fellow human beings, but fishes, cattle, earth. He talked about territories and domains. Are we together? The earth is a territory. Genesis 1 to the, Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Now, I want him to be like me. This is what I want him to do. Let them now have dominion over the fish of the sea. Did he say have dominion over global? But over the fish of the sea, the territory of the sea, have dominion. Number two, have dominion over the territory of the air, the best of the air. The, every territory, he said, have dominion, not over your fellow brother. So in his kingdom, we cannot be kings and it's acceptable. Where we are supposed to dominate is over territories and not, not over other men. Are we together? That is the original idea. That is the original intent. Now, are we together? Now, the territory or the domain of a king, please follow me. We are getting into the depth of the matter. It's the most important component of this mystery we call kingdom. I showed you that it's the most important thing on the heart of God to understand the kingdom. Kingdom is made up of two words. A king's domain. Kingdom. So king and his what? His domain. So that when you take domain away from the king, you don't have any kingdom. It's just a king, a useless person. Now, are we together? So, if you are a king, the most important component of your rule or of your dominion is your territory or your domain. Please, we are getting into the matter. Are we together? Without a domain, you don't have any king. You don't, you, in fact, you are a useless person. I wrote down and I said that your power as a king is tied to a particular territory. Follow me. There is a town just around the corner here, a friend of Mampo. The king of the town lives in the United States. Follow me. Odu Haseya, Ubiahuneka, oh Nanaba, everybody goes to him. Oh Nano Nano. But when he steps outside the territory of Mampo and even comes to Fijai, nobody recognizes him. Are we together? The power he's able to exert on his land at Mampo, he's incapable of doing it even two meters away from his border. Oh, see Obiasa, so the person can insult him. Even though he's a king, on losing the kingship, no, but his power is tied to a domain. So that if the king should leave his domain, he's a useless man. Now, are we together? If you look at the systems of creation, 
That is how God ordained it. No matter how powerful you are in your domain, you are incapable of functioning in another. The lion can roam the forest and nobody will dare him. Let him enter the sea. Let him enter even a common river and crocodiles will feed on his children. Is it not true? So your power generally is tied to a particular domain. Leave that domain and you function as a weak person. Now are we together? So as a king, your domain is the most crucial entity. Lose it and you have nothing. The reason why kings fight is because of territory. Anamebwa? As Russia has attacked Ukraine, are they looking for human beings? They are looking for territory. Territory is that which, which, which is an embodiment of the power of the king. So that the bigger your territory, the bigger your domain, the bigger your influence. Are we together? A king that reigns from Ghana to Egypt, that king is greater. No matter how the Saudi Arabian king is powerful, if my domain is bigger, I command more power. Now, are we together? So your domain is much more crucial than anything you could ever think of. Now, I want, to, I, want you to, I want to take my time so that you understand me. Now, are we together? Shout, I hear you. What makes you powerful in your domain? Please follow me. I'll get into the, the, the details of the matter so that you understand where I'm coming from. What makes you powerful in your domain can be a weakness when you leave your domain. That is why it is important. But what I say, I'll be a mad fish or dance you more to me survive. It is the same thing that will worry him when he comes out. Now, are we together? Oh, come on, are we together? The Bible said that David was a mighty man of valor. In Israel, everybody knew him. But the day the guy was in trouble and left his domain and entered into the land of the Philistines, he had to behave like a bad man. Do you know why? Because the men of Gath came to the king and told the king, do you know this man? He's called David. It is him of whom it is sung that David killed 10,000 and Saul killed 1,000. So the military ability of David that made him a prince in Israel got him into trouble in Gath. Are we together? What was of a profit unto him in his domain became something that fought him outside his domain. So in your domain, that is where you are most functional. Your kingship is tied to a certain domain. Until that domain is realized and recognized, you can be a king. Or you can, in fact, also, they can anoint you with all the oil in this world. You won't have any dominion. Dominion is not a job about kingship. It's about a domain. So until that domain is discovered, your kingship is invalid. Are we together? So we can be in church and be reciting we are heirs of God. We are kings. We are a chosen generation. Until your domain is realized, that kingship is irrelevant. God didn't anoint you to be a king over yourself. He anointed you to be a king over an area. Anytime the anointing went upon somebody, I anointed Jehu to be king over Israel. He didn't just anoint Jehu. I anointed David to be king over this. I anointed this to be this over this. The kingship is always tied to a particular domain. Are we together? Shout, I hear you. So I can't just come here. Look at this. I, I, I'm now starting. I can't just come here and get a group of people I have anointed you go and have dominion. I'm joking. Until the anointing is tied to a particular domain, that anointing is irrelevant. Because your increase, your honor is tied to that particular thing which you call domain. So look at it. If somebody is a king and has a large land, Every riches of this earth, they are in the land. So the more I have land, the more I have. Look at this. Omo Masa says so running from country to country. One day on a man no be about micro. Omo man no be about you. Wasa says you who say gold also. Anamebwa ni a moska ni a tubi. So the more my land is big, the greater the riches of this earth I have. Are we together? Say domain. I didn't hear you. Say domain. Now this is why it is impossible. This is why it is impossible for a man to make you king. <laughs> Look at it. God said unto Adam, have dominion over this, over this, over this. When it comes to the territory, the domains that a man can be king over, it is only God that can give. Look at it. A man can tell you to be king over men, but very soon they will dethrone you because the spirit of man won't allow that. After ruling for some time, somebody also wants to be king. Why do you think they thought about democracy? Because men cannot allow themselves to be ruled by one man for a long time. But what is here? So everybody wants to taste some. So men cannot make another man. Let me drop that matter. I'll go into the, the issue another time. Shout, I hear you. 
Now, but in the kingdom of God, please follow me. <laughs> we are entering into the depth. <laughs> I hope all of us know that this kingdom is a spiritual kingdom. Do we all know that? It is impossible for you to have a domain over a certain physical sea, over a certain land. Just like kings on the earth have domains, Obia on a territory. But in the spirit, there is nothing like that. Follow me. It is not physical. So you cannot have physical dominion over physical things. But what happens in the spirit is that your dominion is situational. Please, we are getting into the depth of the matter. Your dominion is what? Situational. It is over certain situations of life. Not over certain territories in the land. Now, do you follow me? Take your time and follow me. Let me take an example. Anybody that pursues money, hear this, at the expense of his relationship with God. Jesus called that person in Matthew 16 that he is serving Mammon. Now, Mammon is not an Israelite. He's not a Ghanaian. He's a demon. Are we together? So, from Ghana to Brazil, if you pursue money ahead of God, you are under the domain of this demon. So, it is not territorial. It is a particular area of life. Territorial. So, so, so think about it. Somebody that loves to sleep with animals. Let them take him from Ghana to India. He will still practice the same thing. So, you understand that Adia a controlling Hello? It is situational. He finds himself in a certain situation whereby this particular demon controls his life. He told the name of Brazil are still a mother person your mother. So it is not geographic. It is not territorial. It is situational. In a particular area, you have control. That is how spiritual domains are. I hope you are getting me. You have a control like me, the mammon, and the last LGBT near Ghana. All the new cabro change are still all day. LG. So it is not. It is not. And I mean, physically, no mampon here near cabro change. Even though physically he has dominion over mampon, but spiritually, if somebody is under a particular demon or free Ghana crowd, maybe you will be It is still. So, dominion in the spirit is situational and not territorial. I, I hope you are getting where I'm coming from. Let's flow from there. If, if, the, if you understand this background, it's powerful. Now, so follow me. God cannot give you anything from the spirit directly. Look at it. We say we are kings. We are this. We are this. And in our kingdom, it is a spiritual kingdom. I cannot go and get a car from God directly. It is impossible. Now follow me. Please follow me. So what happens in the spirit is that usually there is a way for God to give us something in the spirit that has the capacity to translate to what we want in the flesh. Now are we together? <laughs> there is a way God can give you something which you get spiritually. But it has the capacity to buy you or to give you anything you want in the physical. I don't need to have that thing. God cannot give me directly. If Global comes to me and says, Osofu, please, I need to buy prepaid for the church. What he's talking about is that he needs money. He's not saying that I should turn myself into ECG and give him prepaid. If your wives come to you and tell you, Odifo, please, I want to do my hair. What he's talking about is money. There is money there. It has the capacity to give what she wants, but you cannot give it directly. So that is what God does. And then I open up to me directly. He has a way to give you something in his kingdom that can give you whatever you want in the flesh. Are we learning something? Oh, come on. Are we learning something? Now, thinking through, watch this, thinking through and watching, this is where the thing is getting interesting. Watching throughout the Bible, now we discover that anybody that has ever had dominion with God, there is something common that runs through all of them. I'm talking about that one today. Many of you will be blessed by the end of this message. Are we together? Anybody that has worked with God, and that person has had dominion, there is something that runs through. Every single one of them. And that is what I'm talking about. I'm saying that spiritual dominion is situational and not territorial. There is something God gives a man. There is something God can give a man. And to give him dominion in the spirit which will translate to the flesh. Now when I look at all the things. Anybody that has worked with God. Something runs through. It is the gifts and the graces of God. Follow me. 
anybody God has given dominion in this life, that person has had some gift, something peculiar, and that has made the difference. That is what we are looking at tonight. Giftings in the spirit are domains. They are territories. Look at anybody God called. When you see a man that is gifted, that the gift of that man is the territory of that man in the spirit. Now follow me. It has the capacity to buy him anything he wants in this life. Graces and gifts. Are we learning something? No, are we learning something? Look at Abraham. The Bible said that he believed God and somehow God gave him the gift of righteousness. Abraham had dominion because God granted him a gift. Look at Jacob. You see their increase and you think that, no, it is tied always to a gift God gave them. The riches of Jacob was because he could handle cattle very well. That is what brought his dominion, his ability, his gifts with animals. If you are looking for dominion, look for your gift. God has tied your territory where you are supposed to do dominate. He has turned them spiritually into giftings. So that when we catch that gift, when we are able to arrest that particular gift, we have the territory to which we are going to dominate. Now, are we together? When we are able to land that particular gift, and also for, it, it is so true in scripture, there is nothing that can defeat this argument. In Psalm 144, David said that blessed be unto the Lord who has taught my hands unto war and my fingers unto battle. So David's ability on the battlefield was as a result of a gift God has given him. If God teaches you to fight, is it not a gift? That's right. Anybody, think of anybody, Samson was strong because God gave him a gift. Now, is it not true? Paul said in 1 Corinthians, he said, I am what I am by the grace of God. Are we together? Every single one say, yet not I. He said, I labor than them all, but yet not I, but the grace that worketh in me. He, he, he accepted the fact that he was doing mysteries and doing exploits. But he said, all these things you see at work, it's as a result of a certain grace upon my life. Your territory in the spirit is your gift. A man that has not discovered his gift can be a king, listen to me, in the spirit and will not have anything to show for in the flesh. Now, are we together? Shout, I hear you. Oh, please, I didn't hear you. I said, shout, I hear you. Is somebody sleeping in the house? I hope you are not sleeping. That's right. You can, you, you can have whatever you want in the spirit if you have a gift. If you locate that gift. The Bible said in the book of Proverbs, he said that the gift of a man maketh room for him. Is that not true? Proverbs 18, the verse number 16, he said that the gift of a man, follow me, the gift of a man, please look at me, follow me. The gift of a man, what does he do? Oh, please, what does he do? Please, what does he do? The gift of a man. The gift of a man. So look at this. God is saying, this is not me saying, God is saying that there is a way territories are gained. And if a man is able to have a gift, that gift is able to make a room for him. Now, are we together? Now, let, let, let us take our time and download this scripture. Let us understand something. When we say a room, please follow me. A room is a place where you feel most comfortable. Is it not true? In your room, you can do whatever you want without any... You, you, know, you know, I wrote down and I said that in your room, life is easy. Is it not true? In your room, is life not easy? In your room, you can even go naked and be going out. Nobody cares. Life is easy in your room. Now look at this. So we understand that a room is a place where you are at ease. Where life is easy. Now the gift of a man maketh room. So that the gift of a man shall make life easy for that man. So that if a man is able to hold on to a certain gift, life is going to be easy. You are struggling because you have not yet discovered the gift God has given you. That gift has the capacity to prepare to make life very comfortable for you. Joseph discovered that he could interpret dreams and anywhere he entered life became easy for him. In the house of his master he rose to become the head of the servants. Why? Because he had a gift and in a prison even in a dungeon he rose to become the head of the prison. Why? Because he had a gift. The first time he entered 
Pharaoh's palace in the midst of the magicians he rose and became the prime minister of Egypt because he had a gift your gift is going to make room for you if you can only locate that gift if you can only arrest that gift I see that gift turning things in your life in the name of the Lord Jesus this is a generation that is blessed with the giftings of the Lord any gift upon your head receive grace I said 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 receive grace shout after me my gift is making room for me say life is becoming easy because of my gift say I am gifted of the Lord say I am gifted of the Lord and it is making room for me shout I have a gift Is somebody blessed in a house the gift of a man it make it what room it makes life very 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 what easy when other prisoners were thinking about the day they were going to be executed joseph was thinking about his ascension to the throne why because he had are we together Nebuchadnezzar issued a decree. He said, if you are a wise man in this, in this kingdom, you have to die. You have to die because you cannot interpret a dream. Daniel went to Nebuchadnezzar and said, oh king, there is a God in heaven. There is a God in heaven. Barina attire. Every prince should carry a gift. Without a gift, you have nothing in the spirit. Your territory is associated with your gift. Are we together? That is your domain. As a king, your domain is your maturity in the gift of God upon your life. There is somebody that was just anointed to cast stones. That was his gift. Are we together? There was somebody that was anointed to hell stones. That was his what? His gift. Your gift shall make room. Is somebody understanding me? Shout, I hear you. In your room, follow me. You can do whatever you want. Also, in your room, everybody is a good singer. In your room, everybody is a good dancer. Is it not true? In your room, you are a good cook. You are a good everything. You do it without thinking about what others will say because you are in your room. It is supposed to be your private place. So when a man stands in his room, he is immune to criticism. You can't go to him and say, why are you naked in your room? Can you say that? When I see him outside his house and he's naked, I call him a madman. But in his room, if I see him naked, because in my room, I am untouchable. I went together. If you see me making a mistake in my room, you can't even say, in my room. My room is where I'm supposed to make all my mistakes in life. Also, as a prophet, if you operate in your room, nobody can criticize. If you criticize Nkobebiya, we can take him to the council of heaven and tell God, God, I'm in my room. Why are they doing these things they are doing? In my room, I am immune to criticism. So long as I am standing in my room, nobody can talk about what I'm doing. My room affords me the opportunity to go above what men are thinking of my life. Shout, I am in my room. In Elisha's room, he called bears to eat children. And not a single person protested because he was in his room. When he received the prophetic mantle and was coming, they said, He said, let them be consumed. And not the children are consumed. Ah, why is this prophet so heartless? He is in his room. In my room, you can't touch me. When you touch me, I will summon you. In my room, you can't look at my nakedness. If you see it, you are a thief. Anybody that has condemned you for being in your room, that person is a thief. And tonight after King's Conference, they are missing on your life. The their mission on your life, their mission on your life is coming to an end. If you shall stay in your gift, you shall command your nations. Receive grace. Come on, I said, receive grace. Come on, I said, receive grace. So in this ministry, so long as I'm in my room, you can't the other can be and come quotes now. I come a shed. I am in my in my room, I am afforded the opportunity to make all my mistakes. Make me a tonyomina tuaseno. Sharon no mo nyomo amutuno ahe. Ufi se first time amutuni. She sang it before in her room. 
So when she stood here, she has corrected the mistakes in the room. I cannot go to a room and say, Sharon, the room gives her the opportunity to correct the mistakes. So when you operate in your room, nobody can tell you what to do. Receive grace to walk in your room. I said, receive grace to walk in your room. Come on, I said, receive grace to walk in your room. Criticism and mockery is killing people because they are not in your room. Rick Joyner said that when he started a prophetic ministry, it killed and destroyed many families. But you see, he didn't stop because he was in his room. But what say? In your room, it will afford you. Master, begin to look for that gift. There are many of you, you can be a believer. But what you say, Ujatua, the anointing will have no effect on your life. The anointing is over a territory. The anointing is over a territory. Anytime they poured it upon a man, look at this. The Bible said that and David was anointed by Saul in the house of his father and he became king. Now number two, at Hebron, David was anointed and he became king over the people in Judah. Number three, David was anointed and became the king of all Israel and Judah. Anytime an anointing came, a territory was added. Are we together. So until we understand that the anointing is irrelevant without the territory, we will go around as kings without any ah, receive grace to come on I said receive grace say I am in my room say I am in my room the gift of a man it shall make room for him it shall make room for him it shall make room for me. I love that scripture. Are we together? Yes. Now, Osofu, what is comfortable for Osofu is not comfortable for parts. Rooms are not supposed to be the same. Obi bedroom, A and Papa Kope. Obi bedroom, the Kakrakacha, and sorry, them. But the most important thing is to feel comfortable in your. Baby, I'll be down and hold on and be down and hold on. Say my room. my room. I didn't say that get a room or get your room. There are some rooms, they are not yours. You can be there, but you are, you are a patcher. I'm saying get your own room. That means that get your own gift. Don't go and attach yourself to them and say, ah, where they make can you are lying. Get your own Now, are we together? Shout, I hear you. Now, follow this mystery. Of all the places in the forest, the bird decided say a diason or deni mabegu, knowing that of restore by chef from obet me ewu. But also for that is the most comfortable place for the bird. But what you say? The elephant will not there. Put a child on the tree because odi agura kolani diani na beba form. What is comfortable for you is not comfortable for the other. Of all the places in the forest, the rat decided that it is under the ground that she it is going to live. That is where it feels most comfortable. This is the mystery. There is no place uncomfortable in this life. The reason why you are uncomfortable is because you are not in your room. If you have discomfort, it's not because of the place. It's because you are patient. I love that one. It is my own room. Your discomfort is because you have vacated your room. The mouse or the rat will not live in the mansion and, ne and neglect the hole. But what you are saying, no matter where they put you, if you are in your room, you'll be comfortable. But what you are saying, shout, I hear you. I wrote down and I said, they can put you on the tallest tree or on the deepest pit or on the deepest ocean. If you are in your room, nothing happens. Do you think that the whale is complaining about how deep the water is? In fact, it loves it. Do you think the whale is saying the water is too cold in there? It thrives on the matter because it is in its room. May your gift bring you comfort. Come on, I said, may your gift bring you comfort. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And there's some people in the house. I prophesy that may your gift bring you comfort. If there is a gift on your life, after King's Conference 2022, upon the altar of prayer, and upon this altar of intercession, I declare that that gift is coming alive. If you have a gift to attract people, if you have a gift to do business, if you have a gift to do ministry, if you have a gift to marry, any gift upon your life of wisdom, of knowledge,
conference after king's conference that gift is coming alive it is making a room for you it is making a room for you receive it in the name of jesus come on i said receive it in the name of jesus say i have again the gift of a man be seated the gift of a man make it room also, without it, your kingship is irrelevant. It is always tied to give things. Have you seen anybody God has called and never gifted him? It is not possible because you know that dominion comes with territories. Are we together? That's right. When you see a man that has taken mastery over his territory, he has a domain, you understand how things work. Do you know why God came to tell Abraham before he destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah? Because before... He had already promised Abraham, Abraham, I've given you this domain. Sodom and Gomorrah were at the gate of Canaan. So if you are coming to destroy it, you have to go and ask the man you have given that land onto before you can destroy it. It was his gift. It was his territory. Are we together? When you meet men in control, it is because they have gifts. Show me anybody in power. That person has something. Now, are we learning something? Shout, I hear you. Come on, somebody blessed by the word. I said, shout, I hear you. <laughs> hey. The Hebrew word translated room in Proverbs 18, 16 is the word racha. It is interesting and amazing, follow me, that apart from this place in scripture, you know, this preach, you know, I will not lie to you. If you have a Hebrew Bible, you can go and check it is not room. Hebrew Bible It occurs about twenty-five times in the Hebrew Old Testament. Anytime you hear room, sorry, anytime you hear rachab, it stands for enlarge, and not room. Are we together? The gift of a man will not give him just a room; it will enlarge him. Are we together? If you are looking for expansion and enlargement, let the gift come alive. Are we together? The gift of a man will rachab him. It will enlarge. It was the same way that was in Deuteronomy chapter 18. Okay, Bible said Deuteronomy chapter 18. You drive them out. You will enlarge, enlarge, enlarge. Are we together? That's right. The gift of a man, he has the capacity to bring you the expansion that you desire. If you are not seeing expansion, please locate your gift. <laughs> I love this one. If you are not seeing expansion, locate. Okay. And it shall bring him before great men. The gift of a man shall enlarge him. And it shall bring him before great men. How can a prisoner stand before Pharaoh and tell him what to do? Hello? When you got out of Potiphar's prison, it was two things. It is either you are set free or you are executed. Joseph comfortably got out of that prison. Not only was he set free, he started dictating for the king, Pharaoh. Why? Because he had... Are we together? The gift of a man. It shall make room. It will enlarge you, number one. And it shall bring you before. Now, the word translated bring it. Look at this. It means to transport. The Hebrew word translated bring it. It means to what? To transport. That means that your gift, it will pay the transportation fee for your lifting. It will sponsor. Also, <laughs> I love this mystery. The gift will not just enlarge. It will what? Transport you. It will transport. Nobody needs to do any introduction. The gift itself will introduce you. It will transport you to great men. But what you say? It has the capacity to sponsor your, your lifting. I have seen men with nothing. The day they were gifted, people started running to them. But what you here? He said that the gift will transport you. The bigger your gift, the bigger the means of transport. Somebody's gift can only take him to Kumasi. Another man's gift will take him to Canada. How you grow in your gift will determine the transportation fee that will be paid for you. If it is big enough, it can buy an air ticket. If it is small, it will buy you Pragya. Are we together? Say, I have a gift! If your gift is small, 
You will just sit in prayer. So Minister Sena, where is Minister Sena? He will be moving from one classroom to the other. The classrooms four networks, you know, free. How oh, let's welcome this minister and he enters here. Then he will move here. Then he will go and start from here and come next week. That is all the gift can do to him. Are we together? Oh, come on, are we together? If the gift is small. Now, let me show you something. Can I show you? The boundaries of your territory is defined by the oil on your life. I want to link the mystery of the gifts and the anointing. They are two different things. Follow me. You can be given a land, but the boundary of that land is so full. So you see, the gift is immeasurable. Yet the two so are a need demarcations. But what you are saying, the level of your oil. So if your oil is small, it will draw a very small boundary for you. But the bigger the anointing, the greater the Hello, so that the anointing will determine how far your gift will take you. <laughs> Follow me. Are we together? They are two different things. Somebody can be gifted like you are, but not anointed as you are. They are two different things. Somebody can be gifted as you are, but not what? Anointed. And what determines how far your gift will take you is the level of anointing you allow yourself to incorporate. So your boundary, if you see that your gift is sharp, but you are not going anywhere, check your anointing. If you see that the gift, the same thing that we some power for hand we graha ni a friend won't penny for any me. Me and me hook any apame. Your anointing is small. Your anointing is small. It has drawn a boundary around you, and nobody is seeing you. Are we together? Shout, I hear you. So your ability is the gift from God. But the anointing will determine how far it takes you. The gift of a man. The gift of a man. I see your room being prepared. I said, I see your room in this city. In that area of your life, in your business, in your whatever you are doing, I see a room being prepared for you. Receive grace to walk in that room. Come on, I said, receive grace to enter that room. Come on, I said, receive grace to enter that room. In the name of the Lord Jesus, say, my gift is making a way for me. Come on, say, my gift is making a way for me. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Sit down. <laughs> Are you ready? There is more. Over there is more. <laughs> you know, I'll close very soon, but I need you to take your time and follow me. That's right. Somebody's gift is big. Another man's gift is small. How does this happen? The truth is that it doesn't happen that way. Somebody allowed for his gift to be expressed very well. The other didn't allow himself. Listen to me carefully. This is for everybody here. There is a training that comes with your gift. That training is offered by the tutelage of the anointing. The anointing has the responsibility to train you in your gift. When David said in Psalm 144 that God teaches his hands unto battle. The first time we heard of David, listen to me. The Bible said that he was described to Saul. As a man that was a warrior. Follow me. We don't know if any battle he fought. But the first time we met him. The Bible described him as what? A man of war. Why? Everybody knew that the man has received some training somewhere. No. Follow me carefully. But what you are saying. That's right. There is a responsibility of the spirit to train that gift. There are many of you. That is the access. That is the door. That is what is you, you are waiting for. But what you say? But it requires that the spirit trains you. It requires that the anointing trains you. That's why David said that God has taught my hands onto war and my fingers onto battle. Now are we together? Oh, come on, are we together? Shout, I hear you. Now, there is a scripture in Isaiah. I think Isaiah 48. Anytime I read that scripture, I am amazed. Isaiah said that God is the one that teaches you to profit. That teaches you to what? That teaches you to what? That teaches you to what? Eradine chile o senye obe suaba. Senye obe profite. 
please follow me. This is the last thing I'm teaching and we are out of here. It is, it is the Lord that teaches you to profit. Listen to me. I can be somebody. Follow me. But there is a way I can profit from it. There is a way I can profit from it if I am taught of the Lord. I love this mystery. In what I'm doing in ministry, if I'm taught of the Lord, I'll profit. There is a way the anointing teaches. In, in 1 John 2, the Bible says that you have received an anointing. And you need that no other person will teach you. But the anointing himself will teach you all things. But what you say? Hello? The anointing is what is bringing your gift to the level that you desire to see it. Listen, that is your territory. That is your room. That is what will bring you greatness. Joseph, no, to me, apart from governance and interpretation of dreams, he never prophesied to anybody. And I remember, did we hear anything Joseph did again? treachery, any wickedness, any His gift was to see interpret and then administer that is what made him the greatest man in the near east no gift is more no gift what we are doing tonight by the end of this meeting if you don't know your gift you shall discover it and if you know your gift there is an anointing in this house to teach you to profit by that gift now do you understand what i'm saying if you don't know your gift you shall what but if you know it, there is an anointing in this house to teach you to profit in that gifting. Please follow me. There are many things I know in the spirit, not because any man taught me. Um, listen to me. Anybody that understands what I'm saying knows that what I'm saying is true. But what you say? Listen to me tonight, a twofold. When I finish, I'm praying for you before you leave this crucible. If you don't know your gift, you need to see it tonight because that is the only thing that makes you a king. But what you say, it is not the oil that I came to pour on you or the preaching that you heard. What made you a king is because you were anointed over a territory and that your territory shall be your gift. But what you say, so without that gift, your kingship is irrelevant. So after tonight, you need to discover that gift. If you don't know it, you need to what? Discover. There are many of us, we are running in circles where we are not ordained to run. We run and we profit not because we are not operating in the gift. I see a room being made for somebody. Listen to me. There is an anointing here to discover gift number one and to increase your gift. The same thing Nikita said, Papa, no. Because the borders have been set high by the anointing. It is not so that you receive anything new. The Nikita and the we have not found expression for it. And we are, we, we, no. What you have is enough. Rick Joyner said many years ago, that the most detailed level, in fact, what he realized was the most effective level of the prophetic was the, of the, of, was the level of impression. He discovered that very few people have seen, but there are many. Many. Are we together? And he said that he realized that oftentimes the accuracy of that grace. But the time you realize, the gift of a man. The gift of a man. The gift of a man. After this conference tonight, if you don't have any, don't think that there is nothing there. It is because you have not discovered. He cannot call you as a king and not give you a territory. He cannot ordain you as a king and not give you a territory. You shall discover it by the power of God tonight. And after tonight, what will happen is that those who know already know, you shall begin to increase it by the anointing. Be on your feet for me tonight. Put those wonderful hands together. Look at someone say, I have a gift. I have a gift. Say, my territory is in view. Say my dominion is at hand. I don't want to. I, I don't want to go into the other one. And yes, I make too much. Tomorrow we are going to look at S and princes. <laughs> are we together? Say my domain is in view. Listen to me. Open your eyes. Watch me. How many of you believe what you have just heard? Oh my! 
Go and be a deliverer and not anoint him. Not give him any gift. He will come back a failure. Are we together? Your gift is in view. Listen to man of God, you have a gift. Whether you like it or not, you have what? A gift. You have a gift. <laughs> I don't want to go into the other mystery. Listen to me. In the kingdom, eh, he has placed the solutions to problems as grace and giftings upon his kings. Look at this. So that in the atrium, follow me. In the atrium, please, are we together? In the atrium, you can find a king, physical king, that is always looking for a solution. They are never able to. Because many at times, the solutions they need, they don't belong to this realm. They belong to another realm, which is the kingdom of God. It will take the princes of that realm to bring the solution down to the kings of men. Are we together? Are we together? Shout, I hear you. You think that people are comfortable. They are comfortable because you have not shown them what they don't know. Queen Sheba was enjoying her wealth in Ethiopia until King Solomon came around and showed her through splendor. She vacated her palace, traveled over a thousand miles only to go and admire. There is something about you that will attract the great men in this time. Patrotias here. I don't want to go into the into the rest of the mystery because time won't permit me. Maybe another time I'll, I'll take the sons of the commission. Because I believe in these things with everything in me. And I believe also for whether the devil likes it or not, there is a territory that is our own. Patrotias here. Whether they like it or also for we shall profit by that which God has given us. Are we together? Shout I hear you! After tonight, whatever God has deposited in your life is coming alive. I didn't hear you. It is coming alive. Your gift shall be in view. The way it is, it is not finding expression. That is why people are not placing a demand on your life. Let me end here. What, what, what I prepared for, for, for the king's domain, I've preached about quarter. Listen to me. Your dominion is in view. After tonight, please, I want you to know the anointing here. There is a grace. Wherever you are standing, tomorrow is an anointing service. We'll put two things together. The giftings. If there is a gift on your life, tomorrow it has to be expressed. I believe in these things. There were times in my life when I desired God for gifts and I saw them. Don't tell them if the Lord wants you to give you. In Korea, we are cultural, say, endlessly covet the best gifts. So, pan or demo, I don't know, cultural, say, precious. Huh? Although, I don't know, pan, I'm the demo. I don't know, I say, Korea. I'm going to hide it. Because, so, pan, the demo. And now, say, endlessly covet the best gift. Anyway, I say that if God wants. Listen to me, your gift is in view. After tonight, whatever it is, it will come alive. Close your eyes with me.